to Remembering the Tagalog Podcast. This is part two of the Trece Review, the Filipino anime from Netflix. I take you back with my conversation with Joey, John Perry, and Michelle as we continue talking about the rest of the series and we complete our final thoughts. I hope you enjoy. Now we're on to episode three. Uh, the first thing I I saw in episode three is when Hank and the Kambal are in the car. And Hank says, hoy. Um, uh, he was referring, because the Kambal, they didn't know how to roll down their windows. Oh, they're uh, they thought it was just pressing it. And then he says, hoy. And then he's like, uh, don't break that. Or he got mad that it broke. So um, one, one of the things that, because like, Filipinos don't say, hey, they say, hoy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Which, which, yeah, which, which means hey, or you know, get some getting someone's attention. Um, and then another thing I noticed is I, I call it the anime moment. Um, since this show is a very serious moment, and then they get something lighthearted real quick, and like it's just a totally different tone. And they were in that computer scene with Jobert, the ghost computer nerd oh yeah that was and they found they found out that uh one of the connections was with nova aurora and hank got really like blushy and like she's like oh my gosh that's that celebrity (laughs) oh my gosh i'm a big fan right and yeah yeah that's very like anime yeah yeah it's very anime where like um they have eyes uh like regular eyes and then in anime they would like have like very big uh yeah eyes or cute eyes and like the whole scene just turns sideways like into this comedic scene right. which for a show that's supposedly horror related it's it, it was very different <laughs> uh did you guys notice that or yeah yeah i find it, it funny really funny uh, too but but i think that's like because like you know um in the philippines like movie stars are a big thing so like yeah 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 so being starstruck I feel like um, like getting to you know meet a basketball player or meet like mm-hmm. something like that's a big deal for like Filipinos like they they like to mm-hmm. have that experience I feel like especially uh, an actress in a right. Filipino drama right right yeah and another note on the Filipino drama Nova Aurora she was significantly lighter skinned than all the rest of the characters because Filipino dramas like to have what they call mestizas or mestizos right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think that yeah, that that's a, definitely a a detail that they put into this show to show that she is a celebrity and that she is light skinned and um, she was part of what is ABC ZNN and we can call it ABS CBN C ABS CBN mm-hmm. and yeah, those are the other things that I caught. Was there anything that you guys caught or any stories that you wanted to share on that? No, but I didn't even notice, but it does make sense that she was Lighter extremely skin. light skinned yeah. and her hair was colored. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, her hair was colored. She didn't. She was like a totally different person. Yeah, she didn't look like, you know, quote unquote, what a typical Filipino would be. No. Where mm-hmm. To have, you know, um, tanner skin and, yeah. and her features were very Americanized. Yeah. If that makes mm-hmm. any sense. So, yeah. Yeah. I actually ne- never understood that. Like, so I would always ask my parents, but yeah, it's, it, it is interesting. They do like lighter skin. Do you know why? Yeah, it, it's uh, like the opposite of Harry Potter. Like <laughs> Harry Potter's world, they like pure bloods, but the Filipinos, they like the mud bloods. 
So my aunt had told me before that when they're light skin, it means because you're rich and you didn't have to work in the fields. Yep. I was told the same thing. Yeah. Like, man, that sucks. (laughs) I I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to share that, but I was like... Yeah, but I, I heard the same exact thing. They also they also yeah. think of it as um clean. If you're yeah. in your you look cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can afford things. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I a very bad trope for the Philippines. Yeah. Bad take, sorry. But yeah. No, it's, it's true because like when I heard that from my mom, I was like, That sucks. We have island skin. I I'm proud to have island skin. <laughs> I went I went to the Philippines. I the thing is about in 2018 and um, I was doing makeup for a wedding for some, some of my mom's friends in church, but I didn't have any makeup with me. So I went to like a to like the mall or the drugstore and I was looking for like foundation. So foundation is basically like the base that you put whichever. Right. So literally their darkest color was maybe um, maybe two shades darker than me and I'm yeah pretty light I'm pretty Joey light yeah. light skin and so it was con- it was really concerning that that they I don't know if fetishize is the word but they're very obsessed even to this day of yeah. very very yeah. having very light skin and I guess if I could just add to that though but it's not just a Philippines thing because that that also applies um, to everywhere Mexican dramas yeah yeah and and other Southeast Asian like countries so it's I think I don't know if it stems from that but it's pretty much every third world country yeah right, but not, I think even if you're like um, like in in Korea or in like China I think it's the same like thing so I don't know if if it's just that region no it's pretty pretty much everywhere yeah um, it's because now, you know you're living in yeah. escape when you watch these things you're living in escape you don't have to work hard you don't have to you know break your back for this hard job that you have instead you're this living this fabulous life being you know a drama queen <laughs> with all the riches that you can afford with all these servants mm-hmm. and things you know yeah yeah. Oh, that is something that I did notice, by the way. Um, totally unrelated, by the way. Sorry. But they use like <laughs> a lot of terms that I hear in the Philippines. So like, I don't know if for I was watching the, the Gallic version, but they would say like they have to use the CR. And yeah. I don't know if you know yeah. what that is. Right. But that's the comfort room, which mm-hmm. is the Filipino like word for saying using the the men's room or the women's room or the restroom. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, oh, there's another one. Oh. They said, oh, the the actress, she was saying that uh, she was just acting and that maybe she kind of went overboard, that she was okay. a little. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was, a she little was okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that <laughs> was a good scene to hear, too. So that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and another, th- when she was on her phone in bed um, in Tagalog, it makes more sense what she said, like, oh, Hollywood's gonna is looking for me or getting my attention but if you hear it in in the English version it sounds so weird like oh Hollywood's looking for me yeah like that's not something like an English person would say like it's it's a very Filipino thing like oh I'm getting the attention from Hollywood yeah that's one of those things that's harder to translate because it's yeah yeah in in the culture right so Mm -hmm. interesting Uh, back to the colorism thing um are you aware of the movie by Lin-Manuel Miranda in the Heights. Yes. Um, yeah, it's a movie musical that's out on in theaters or HBO Max. Mm-hmm. 
and Lin-Manuel Miranda is being accused of colorism because his Dominican Republican Republic uh, people are too light-skinned wow. and all the dark-skinned people are only in the back in the dancing parts. Wow. And he had to, like, you know, formally social media apologize that the he was, yeah, he was just, like, blind of that situation and, you know, just trying to make a a movie for his people, not realizing that his people are way too light-skinned to, yeah. you know, 2021, you know, no one would, uh, everyone's going to notice every little thing. It's a misrepresentation. Yeah. And, I guess and that in the Philippines, yeah. that it's backwards mentality where they have so many white, light-skinned people, no one's even going to bother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that goes more to like what Michelle was saying. It's like a, it's it's not just the Philippines for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not just the Philippines. Uh, Naomi Osaka, Japanese comedians would make fun of her skin because she's you know super dark for a Japanese native. Yeah, or na- Japanese national uh, things like that. But mm-hmm. I guess we're we're getting a little bit too political. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely a trope in the show. Another thing I noticed is when. Uh, Alexandra was doing the portals. She would write Alibata on the portals, which mm-hmm. is the old script of Filipinos, which is, you know, it's very cool. Um, sadly, it's out like, you know, extinct now. No one really uses it other than tattoos and, mm-hmm. you know, art, art pieces, art, art pieces. <laughs> And my logo, my logo has Alibata. <laughs> <laughs> and I could, I don't even know if it's right on the, in my logo. It could be wrong, but in in my logo for remembering the Tagalog, it says Tagalog. But uh, supposedly, I, I it's not like I had someone correct it, but that's what I tried to spell. So yeah. Um, anything else you want to add for episode three? No. No. Okay. Can I get, get a go back actually? <laughs> Go back for episode one. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, One of the things that I thought was kind of interesting and it like shows like the state. I know we shouldn't go into politics too much, but it was just funny that how the the um, antagonist in that one was the uh, political figure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like all the corruption Mm -hmm. we see in like Filipino politics. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that was one of the things things and the things he said, too. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you're you're too pretty of a woman to be. Yeah. Doing this stuff. So I, I thought it was like really cool how authentic they laid it out like even mm-hmm. to some of the more uh, recent events or like just how, how it is in the philippines you know yeah yeah they're kind of cool they're very aware of themselves in this movie yeah. and it's it's a new it, I, the word nuance it's very nuanced and if you watch dress it after dark after dark the after show episode mm-hmm. they mentioned that all the Filipinos that made it are like in five different locations. One in the Philippines, a wow. couple in America, some in Japan, yeah. um, somewhere in the Southeast Asia. So they are aware of their surroundings when they made this film. And that's definitely a good note to add. That's cool. I, yeah, because I mean, Filipinos are like all over the world. So it's cool yeah. that they got perspective from, you know, Filipinos in the Philippines or outside of the Philippines too. So Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So on to episode four, the zombie attacks precinct. You are very unfamiliar with this parry since you didn't watch it. <laughs> All right, guys. I had a lot of fun. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we could talk about just uh, the little things that I've noticed. Um, the jeepney ride from the, the Captain Guerrero. Yeah. Um, yeah, no one. I, I don't think anyone that's Phil, that's non-Filipino would notice there. He's in a jeepney and he's passing money left to right or right to left. Yeah. And like, I I would I would be curious to ask someone that didn't understand that. Like, do you know what's going on? He's like, yeah, because so basically they're paying for their taxi ride in the Philippines, which is a what they call a jeepney, which is their the, the symbolic taxi vehicle that gets people everywhere it's like yeah. mini mini open air bus right yeah mini open air bus do they have I, a tricycle uh, in the series i didn't see a tricycle no i didn't i, didn't I don't remember just that yeah just a jeepney right but you, yeah, oh. just the jeep do you guys have personal experiences with the jeepney yes <laughs> I actually don't because my mom was too scared for me to get on a jeepney. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's crowded. And, yeah. And there's no actual doors. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's funny you say that too because um, I went home to the Philippines with my mom, never rode a jeepney. And then I went one time with my dad and he wanted me to get have an understanding of that so yeah he made me write it and it was it was cool to see but yes you have to get on like real quick they're not gonna wait for you and then i saw the (laughs) the handing of the money and i was like you guys trust them to like actually hand the money over but it's it's a common thing and then um you know what seeing america transition over to like ubers and and taxis and all that stuff i wasn't sure what i was going to see when when joey and i went back to the philippines in 2018 but it's still very much alive you know like it's cheaper yep yep so yeah well they're competing with uber there yeah it's, uh, and, i think it's called grab and yeah. grab yeah. No, yeah it's not grab it's grab, grab. <laughs> <laughs> sorry yes <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. gotta say it fast yeah Good. but it's it's uh i thought it, it it's an experience and um i think my dad and i took it from the airport so you get a really uh, when i i just remember a very livid like um or vivid i should say like um picture of the philippines and the poverty in there yeah so mm-hmm. it's 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 one of those experiences you you gotta i feel like you should um, go see just to have a, a appreciation for what we have here, you know, where it goes, yeah, yeah exactly. Developed next to the casinos, then it's a stretch of poverty, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's dirt with these little kids trying to, you know, yeah. pedal right for just a few pesos, right? And then straight on to like development again, right? Yeah, yeah. and like within a matter thought... of maybe 10 minutes, yeah. I always thought like the pockets in Los Angeles, like you're going to Pico, you're in Mexico, and then you go to Garden Grove, you're in like China or um, Vietnam. It's like, you know, you're changing locations. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. But then when you get to the Philippines, it's like third, first world, and then boom, you're in third world. It's like there's, I don't know if Vietnam or other third world countries are like that, but... Yeah, the Philippines really have like 
crazy pockets of yeah. Uh, There's a section in the Philippines and poverty um, called BGC or Bonifacio Global. Yeah. Wait, forgot what it's called, but it's like pretty much the yeah. fort. Yeah, Bonifacio. Bonifacio yeah. Global City. Yeah. Right, right. And yeah, it's pretty much for... like first world living, clean air, mm -hmm. everything. And then you just step outside of that, that area, and it's you know people living in their shacks yep. and just living on top of each other. It's so crazy I, how different it is I think just from stepping outside. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think at BGC, they don't allow jeepneys or tricycles in there. No. Oh yeah. yeah that makes Not sense. for public. I, I never noticed it when I was there, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And they also limit, I think, well, I don't know if it's all of Philippines where they all, you have to alternate the days of that you're allowed to drive based on your license plate yeah, the yeah, color coding color coding yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, but the rich people would uh, it end. have both cars so it didn't matter <laughs> yeah, yeah right that's what was <laughs> right jeez yeah <laughs> yep but that's the infrastructure though i think that that's what they had to do because there's just so much traffic and the roads yeah. aren't built for that many cars so that that's why they have the color coding yeah yeah uh, if you if 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 anyone thinks traffic is crazy in LA, <laughs> oh my God, the the, the um, traffic in Manila that's it's crazy. The suggested yeah. lane following in like dead traffic. Uh, and Russell Peters uh, described it as create a lane. Especially the motorcycle drivers, they're the crazy ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, my cousin was telling me that uh, if he wants to get anywhere, he has to take the tri the, the motorcycle. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to be stuck in traffic for three hours, and he means three hours, by the way. Yeah. It's not an exaggeration yeah. like it is here, right? But then, yeah. I mean, I've also seen like jeepney drivers trying to just go through a really tiny spot as well. Oh. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think anyone there has any fear when it comes to driving. That's true. Pretty so <laughs> <laughs> I guess to episode five, um, the first thing I noticed was, uh, this is the tree ceremony, the beginning of the tree ceremony in the beginning and the prison fight episode. The first thing in the flashback, uh, Tres's old photo, uh, the dad mm -hmm. had a barong and the mom had the Maria Clara as well as Teresa. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. You guys, didn't, what are you guys? Didn't the, um, the electric guy also wear a barong? Oh, right, right. I, I missed that. Uh, in episode two, Bagion Kulimlim and his, yeah, he, he had a barong Tagalog too. Yeah. Which is their formal suit when Weddings and special events. Itchy, but all. <laughs> <laughs> did it? Did it have an uh, the outline of a, a sando, or like? <laughs> I think for him. Yeah, did it? Yeah, I think yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most weird? I always found that the weirdest thing. It's like cat. Like it's. It's like a what's the word? Um, what's the business in the front, party in the back? It's like <laughs> business, but see through in the back. <laughs> so you ain't hiding anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and 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 my mom hates that look, so she would always make me wear like a full on 
cotton t-shirt under my mm-hmm. bra, yeah. and my gosh, it was so hot. Just, <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing. Crew neck or V-neck? <laughs> <laughs> Crew neck. <laughs> there was no V-neck at the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. But that's cool to see. I always see that. Yeah. But I, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing that on episode five. Then. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Nova thing, was Nova wearing um, a butterfly dress, or I was someone was just... wearing a butterfly dress? So butterfly yeah. dress is a traditional female Filipino costume. It has the um, like sleeves that how do you describe it they poke out yeah exaggerated shoulder pads yeah Mm. and it's thin and like rounded Mm -hmm. i don't think nova was wearing one maybe maybe i don't know i thought i saw one in one of the episodes but i I only saw it at the photo oh wait did um the underworldly have one the one with the veil the black veil oh the the emissary (laughs) he did she might have. Maybe. But, I, don't know. I thought maybe. I saw it. Maybe not. Uh, I think one unanswerable question, maybe it's in the comic of Trece, but Nova dies by the Chanak. And in the next episode, wow. everyone acts like no one just talks about it. There's like, all right, on to the next one. <laughs> that was a really, the third episode was my favorite. But it was really oh, sad. Really? Yeah. It was really sad yeah, it, what happened. The Chinook being the little monster babies. That was, a, that was a really cool twist. I, I didn't expect that. You didn't expect Nova to have a baby and kill her baby? Well, no, but I mean, like, that that was the monster. Like, I I, I guess I had never um, heard of that Chinook before. Chanak. Chanak. Mm-hmm. Chanak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joey was explaining it to me and that, cause I was confused. I was like, how's that her baby? Cause when they flashed back, it looked like a normal baby. So she had to explain like, oh, it was like the, the forest taking over the kid and, you know, and, and transforming, um, the baby into that, that monster, which is now haunting the mom or, or at least wanting to reconnect with the mom. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I always wondered why are they called Chanak? Is that a combination of Chan and Anak? <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. But yeah. I mean, maybe <laughs> it sounds uh, like maybe it. maybe it's like the baby was still in the stomach and it was unborn, and those are the unborn babies. That's why they're called Chanak. I don't know. Oh, could be. My own theories. Uh, <laughs> once we get to theories, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, so they talk they they kill her off and no one talks about it and they go to the next episode. It's weird. Um, another thing I noticed um, in episode five, uh, what's her name? Teresa. She was in this Toro Toro place, sitting there, and she's sitting on like plastic chairs, which is a very Filipino thing, like just having plastic chairs inside a building. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, I found that really funny. Just having those little little things. Um, the little details. The li- yeah, the little details that people wouldn't notice. If but I, I liked built. how this episode started to really talk about the prophecy. Yeah. And like the oh. whole sixth child of the sixth child. Yeah, this is the one with the um, the flashback, right? Right. Yeah. I liked it. Oh, so they explained that a little bit more. Yeah. Because when I was seeing mm-hmm. that, 
I think it was episode one that I first saw, or maybe it's episode three. It was sixth child of the sixth child. I was like, I don't understand that, but okay. Yeah, they the underworld lady talks about it uh, more. Okay. Yeah, yeah and no, then they no explain that it's... they explain further things. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> You can you can spoil it. He's in the spoiler Whatever episode. Yeah, did. you can spoil it. He's Jeez. just saying. So the dagger that she uses uh, la, 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 la. is a twin. Her twin. <laughs> <laughs> but like So the dag like, the dagger is a horcrux. Oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> I totally understand that now. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. This is where yeah, the onion peeling the definitely starts coming out in yeah. episode five. Really cool. Um because it, the, I think the episode is half past and half future or half present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they and really the talk or- about the dad and about the um the origin the of the ball masks. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh yeah, and why the twins are her her twins and she's so then they also start talking about how they're technically a part of her family and mm-hmm. like the beginnings of their backstory mm-hmm. and things like that. Oh, yeah. cool. Something I did find funny um, in episode five during the prison fight, they see um, what do you call it? They see uh, Talag Busao come out and then uh, Cap. Uh, Captain Guerrero in Eng- in the English uh, version he says the shits hit the fan <laughs> but in Tagalog it says mukang patayan nito uh, <laughs> which is is that which what is he like says? I don't remember the, the face his face is dead or uh, his face looks dead or something right to me it's like uh, yeah it, it looks like this um, this guy this person's dead yeah right <laughs> Now I yeah. want to watch the English version. Yeah, I I, yeah. I, I want to kind of like be able to compare because I, I still have this bias again, going back to like watching the originals. But, but I, yeah. I am curious to see how um, how, how the English version um, sounds and then how how someone like a uh, Filipino American like Shay Mitchell like approaches it. So pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there definitely, definitely is a trope in anime where, like, Netflix gets a bad rap for calling anime their original content anime and what mm-hmm. really is anime. Mm-hmm. So I guess we could talk that, talk about that later, um, mm-hmm. because, like, in the anime community, they don't really recognize this move, this show, because it's not Japanese. Yeah. Um, what? But really. Yeah, I I I would I would see I see it that way. I follow anime Twitter and um, anime podcasts, and you know, they re- they specifically. I mean, it's not like they they talk about this, but they they don't think about tres at all. You know, they just think about the Japanese stuff. Right. And yeah, I guess we'll talk about it later. But kind of sucks to hear that, but I understand it too. But uh, mm. their anime has become so more so much more global and for people to you know have their take on anime you know yeah this show is definitely a gateway to anime whether it is anime or not right but the japanese the japanese from what i mean from people that have talked to me about it mm-hmm. are also purists in the sense that they like to preserve their culture right and so, and that's why i totally understand 
it because I I understand that about their culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like it's it's still like it's not like it's bastardizing um anime. It's it's more of like because they I feel it's more of like trying to be they're inspired by it, exactly. therefore they want to exactly. put their culture into it. Exactly. So but yeah. whatever. I understand it. Yeah. But I mean it's the same though as you know, like for example, image or Marvel or DC comics. It's you're not gonna call yeah. them anime because it's not you know, it's mm-hmm. an animation based on a comic book. And true. So you you can like, you know, define that that way. Whereas mm-hmm. this was a graphic novel. It wasn't even yeah. manga or anything. Oh, OK. You know? But I, I OK. And I, I really can't speak to that because you, you've seen it. So I, I guess I would have to look at the graphic novel. Yeah. I mean, I mean, technically they were like in a newspaper or in like a web blog because mm-hmm. they were poor. They couldn't actually you know, publish their stuff. There were just these yeah. two guys that said, okay, well, let's just put some up and if people notice it or anything like that. So from what I've seen, the drawings from the comic book or graphic novel, they're pretty like pretty art detailed art. Yeah. So one of the guys he he was he worked in animation or like in comic and he couldn't like get a long lasting gig. And then the other guy just wanted to tell a story, but he couldn't like no one would hire these two guys. And so they were friends. And so they just started doing it together just for fun because they still wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. so. I mean, we could continue talking about whether this is anime. <laughs> well, I, 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 we'll finish off with episode six. Um, the other person that I mentioned was the psychic, a.k.a. her mom, which was the Bye Bye Lan from Mount Makiling. Um, so we find out that Tres's mom is a psychic and is her dad. How say again? In English, they called her a seer. A seer? Okay. Somewhat of a healer person. And the more onion peeling where we find uh, Tresa to be a warrior healer type and more of like a savior, I guess. I don't don't know. Uh, Did you get that? I I guess I'm maybe I'm not understanding it that well. But what what did you think about that? She's like, um, what's that character where he's like the dog? Gosh, bugging on the character's name, but she's like the the in between between like the supernatural world and the humans, mm-hmm. sort of like I guess a Buffy, if you will. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like that's how I thought of her—that she was this person to keep everybody in check and to save the, the innocents or like the regular humans from getting any becoming in danger you know from everyone else and so i mean i if you look at it like she has a lot of buffy-ish things like there's the prophecies there's her origin story there's like you know i don't remember if the graphics had a love interest for her but you know similar things her her um sidekicks things like that yeah and then There were some things like in the fight itself where she was able to take over because she said it was family. Like, how did you, how were you able to control the Kambal again? And she just said it was family. Like, it was just like, oh, like, is that like, is there more to it than that? But it just happens. No, but I mean, you know, because he, the God of War was talking about 
how the blood bond like he could compel them yeah. because of the blood bond but then more power uh, from episode five to episode six how the dad just kept talking about you know doesn't matter where they come from you have to just show them what's better or show them what they don't know and so those were like the what do you call it (laughs) crumbles per se of setting up that storyline and you know the dad was kind of like doing um what the Harry Potter's parents put the lightning bolt so that protects her from any of Voldemort's killing killing curses, right? You and Harry Potter, man. He was like, um, I mean, I love Harry Potter. Malfoy's mom. What Malfoy's mom did for Harry Potter. Malfoy. Oh, where she denied the look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I definitely found a lot of Harry Potter references. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't know for episode six, maybe I just I need to rewatch it again. But I I think I got kind of confused because he went into the prophecy of his dad lying for like fifteen minutes straight, and yeah. I don't know, mm-hmm. I was getting kind of confused, and I don't see so. He possessed the twins because he was saying that blood is thicker than water. But then she was able to get them to snap out of it because of love or or because their family. Like, I, I couldn't understand it. Yeah, I, I, I'm in the same page with you. It just like it seemed like that was just enough. I don't know. And I, I think yeah. I need to rewatch it again. So I, I took it as he he was able to control them through blood, right? It's mm-hmm. sort of like the, I can just put a spell on you and you can follow my every whim. Mm-hmm. Sort of like the, um, when the mayor put his body parts and made everyone in the prison eat it, similar to that. I see. Yeah, yeah. Right. So same dark magic type of style. But then for her, because those, the brothers were always like, um, Team Tresse, you know, will do anything for you, things like that. That bond was stronger, sort of like their willpower fought out whatever was in their blood, you know, things like that. Interesting. But I think that episode maybe could have been longer to them to let them explain it. Maybe there's like yeah, a cut scene it... somewhere that we don't see. Yeah. That yeah, probably explains it better. Of budget or whatever. Yeah. I heard the budget was really low for the show. Mm-hmm. Probably. Do you know if there's going to be a season two? I hope well, so. There's, the, there's a book two and a book three. It looks like they're going to do it because there was a cliffhanger. There was a cliffhanger. So I guess, uh, did you, do you remember, did you watch the post credit, Joey? No, I didn't. Okay. I don't know what the cliffhanger, what happened in the cliffhanger? <clears throat> so there was a girl um, killing a lot of beings and then she comes up on a roof and she says uh trece i'm coming for you or something like that Mm -hmm. right and she has um uh like a like a like a paper on her head in a chinese script and we and then it ends up like it just ends so it could be we have no idea who this person is and it could be her sister maybe Mm -hmm. it could be anyone it could just be the next villain but yeah it just ends like that Interesting. Okay. No, I didn't watch it. I just, I ended it where she came back to the tree. And yeah. And even that, it, I didn't understand what. Yeah, it kind of just ended. 
I don't know what that like, purpose oh, was. We killed she him. Brought, she brought the God of War back to hell. Right. Mm-hmm. And then so she ended up being back in the... So that was her own version. Oh. Of like being alive, but just being in the underworld. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. So she's not in the real world right now? No. Oh, so there has to be a way of her getting out. Yeah. So she's probably... You know how the... um. The queen of the underworld said, we, we will owe you a favor. I think that's how she's going to get out. Oh, I okay. see. Right. Like John Wick style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. And I think that's her sister. Yeah, probably. She was hanging out in China. Because, well, no, I think she's going to get resurrected by somebody. Oh, okay. Because the, because the what they were saying in episode six was that the sister was supposed to be the warrior, right? And yeah. she was yeah. supposed to... I don't know if warrior meaning killing all these people and then um, Trece or Alexandra is supposed to be judgment. Yes. Right. So it could be that. Yeah. So the English version, they call the, the sister as um, the punisher. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. she would be the one going on the killing sprees, killing everyone that needed to be killed. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. OK. Yeah, but what if when she went to the tree, they actually swapped places? Oh, wow! Oh, yeah. Is that the theory you were thinking about? (laughs) Yeah, because like you know how she came out after four years or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What if because she got stuck there, but it was really the other sister who came back out? Oh shoot! Did they say that the sister? Well, um, Datu, I forgot his name. He said that they. Killed the sister, right? So they say that they only say that the sister turned into the sinag or the dagger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that they actually killed her, but she is now just the dagger. Oh, I yeah. see. Interesting. But what if the dad lied again? Yeah, and just brought her to that tree and like left her there or something. Right. Yeah, the dad has some deep dark secrets. Yeah, and like in the. After show, the uh, Lysa Soberano, she even asks the creator, like, oh, is the sister alive? Uh, because in Filipino dramas, somehow the sister's always alive and they come back. Yeah. <laughs> that could happen. So yeah. So they could play one on us and, like, the dagger's just a dagger. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, I... I would love for them to to bring out more like Filipino folklore in like uh-huh. future seasons. I hope they get a chance to because it's really like an untapped um, subject yeah. or storytelling mm-hmm. for the Philippines. Yeah, Philippines. It's always I don't know. It, it's over the formulaic. top. Yeah, over the top. All about love story. Guy meets yeah. girl. Rich girl. Rich guy. Fall in right. love. You know. So it's yeah. something different. Yeah, one of the good things about this show is that there's no love interest, just just story of the of Trese and nothing to distract her. Yeah. I the only thing I have is when they talked about in the after show, this is a version of the Philippines that wasn't humid. <laughs> everyone seemed to be clean or you know not sweaty and yeah. some people were actually wearing sweaters so yeah no there was that um that episode where hank asked them if he wanted to drive them but mm-hmm. instead they walked and then the twins were oh yeah profusely in the heat oh, yeah and he's like 
if it gets any hotter, I have to hit on her or something. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Good note. <laughs> but the twins were my favorite too. Yeah, they're they're obvious. They definitely were a favorite um, to a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? I don't have. I, I I pretty much ran through all my notes, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> Perry, you missed all the spoilers, so ah, I guess good. that's good. That's why I left. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I guess did did you give an overall impression of? of uh, I I thought it was good. I liked um, it. Yeah, I liked it. I I definitely would watch it. Uh, the season two and watch it in both English and Tagalog. Just because it has different meanings in both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I think just in general, it just it's just a very cool and interesting concept, and um, something else to tie tie you back to your roots because it's like, like you said, uh, um, at least Filipino movies or like Fil- like Hollywood in the Philippines is it's kind of getting um, yeah, it's repetitive, I guess. But but this is this is really refreshing to see for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hope people that like are not Filipino find this story and find it interesting too. Um, yeah, I and, want a second season. Yeah. <laughs> is there? And those that watch anime watch this one too. Is there any like folklore or like anything that you've heard of when you were younger that wasn't in there? Maybe. Well, I mentioned this with uh, Michelle in the earlier episode, the Bongongot monster. Yeah. Are you familiar with that? No. Have you heard of that? I mean, I've had a Bongongot before, but not the monster. I haven't heard of a monster. Well, they said, well, they said if you eat and then you sleep immediately, the Bongongot, you will get (laughs) Bongongot and or... The Mongongot monster will get you. And then me and Fallon Googled it. Uh-huh. And uh, the story is if you don't, if you eat and then you sleep within 15 minutes, the Mongongot monster is going to sit on your face and you can't breathe. I don't know. Fallon falls asleep really quick. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And, and like every time I tell her, it's like, oh, Mongongot's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> And then she tries to stay awake, but she doesn't. But yeah, yeah. they didn't even talk about any of the water monsters. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. which mo- they have like their own right? versions of water monsters, and oh, like okay. especially in the swamps or yeah, you know, like the polluted mon- the polluted waters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we'll get in the second season. Hopefully, yeah, that or I remember like going swimming, and there's a lot of um like seaweed or kelp. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my cousins would tell me that it was like um, that is like a monster that was gonna grab her or something like that, and I think they had a name for it, but but you didn't believe it. So, right? I never believe it. <laughs> uh, other stuff I've heard of when I was younger is a mumu. I don't know if that's like a that it's has probably ghost one. Just that swamp. Yeah, straight up for ghost. Is it a ghost? Yeah, I always thought of yeah. it as ghost. I think of it as a ghost, so maybe it's like a white lady ghost or something. But anyway. and then mumu is the same thing as your like your bang bahai or your <laughs> oh you don't yeah. call that duster <laughs> or a duster yeah duster or mumu <laughs> that's what they call it. oh yeah what what did uh what did 
did did your um your prophecy come true like as far as falcon being more engaged in it or well i mean she she has a limit of like watching something or she's she like end time like once it turns 9 30 she's sleepy so it doesn't matter (laughs) and this is like the only time you can watch it That's funny. yeah. That's funny. Anything else you want to add? No. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. including awesome. us. On yeah. This. Really cool to talk. Thanks guys to for this lengthy episode, <laughs> detailed, very detailed on Trece. And if the Trece writers, creators hear us, make season two fast because we want to watch it. Yeah. And uh, even John Perry, even if he hasn't finished I'm it. I'm going to finish it. <laughs> and I, I, I do want to see the, the English version too. So definitely yeah. piqued my interest. <laughs> cool. Thank you, guys. If you want to support the podcast, make sure to go to patreon.com slash rttagalog and follow us on our Instagram, rttagalog. And if you want to message us or email us, email at rttagalogpod at gmail.com and we might read your email. And we'll see you in the next one. We'll go back to mnemonic devices. Yeah. Thanks for having me. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.